Hello, my friends. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. You are listening to episode number 53. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's been over a year. 53. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is April 19th, 2021. I'm not sure when you're listening to this, if it's now or if it's down the road. But thank you for sharing some of your time with us today. Take a deep breath. Bring it in and release. It's a great way to start the day, my friends. How many of you start the day with some daily calm or some meditation or some mindfulness moments? It's been a practice that I've put into play for the last couple months very, very intentionally. And it's very fitting for today because. It's about today's episode is about making the moments matter. You want to be making every moment in your life memorable. And some of you have heard me talk about this and others haven't, which is fine. I do a lot of coaching one-on-one and I do this in my group coaching sessions as well, but it's really important, really important for you today to pick up what resonates most with you in this podcast. And yes, it's true with all the other podcasts, but why this one is so different is because in Ontario right now, we are in another form of lockdown. And for many of us, we just don't know what to think anymore. You know, we're isolated to our homes. We are now allowed to go. There's been some revisions allowed to go to the park or for a walk. Um, and the young children are allowed to play at playgrounds, but that's it. Um, schools are out again. All of the facilities are closed with, with the exception of um, anything to do with food or pharmacy. So, you know, we're all hoping on a better world, whatever that looks like. So resetting yourself and reminding yourself for what's important. This is a great, great purpose behind today's episode. This is a great purpose. Does that make sense? But you know what I mean? Like, I want you to just Pick and choose what works best for you out of today's episode. And taking a deep breath and centering yourself and relaxing yourself is a great way to get started on every single day. Now, I like to do my meditations in the morning. And this episode is not about meditation, but I'm sharing a couple things first. I like to do my meditations in the morning so I can be ready for whatever the day brings. I don't react. I reflect later in the evening how it worked for me but I respond completely differently when I take care of myself first. That's one reason. The second reason is I have time in the mornings. I make time in the mornings to make this a priority. So that's why I do a 10 minute meditation every morning. I also pull my affirmation cards every morning and I write down my affirmations, my goals, my plans, my dreams. Um, Not all of them all at once, but So I want to share with you before we get started today, um, what today's affirmation was all about. I have different um, Oracle decks and today, for instance, I use the Oracle Essence, which is my essential oil deck. Normally I will lean into this one when I'm not sure which essential oil to choose for the day. Here's the message. I am at peace with my world and myself. How fitting is that? I am at peace with my world and myself. So as I just got through sharing that there are some things in our life right now that we can't control for all of us, but how, when I take a few minutes to take care of myself and set my mind straight and become calm, even though I don't feel 
anxious, it prevents me from becoming anxious. It puts me in the right state of mind. So I do agree with the statement that came from this affirmation card today. I am at peace with my world and myself. Here's another message. Came on the same card. Very fitting. As I knew what I wanted to talk about today's podcast, I knew yesterday. Sometimes I don't know and sometimes I have to write it down so I don't forget. Just like everybody else when the day gets carried away from us. But but in today's card, it said, in the end, we only regret chances we don't take. And today's episode, as I mentioned, is all about making the moments memorable. So I wanted to ask you, what did you do lately that's been memorable? Was yesterday memorable? Yes, you can go back and think about what you did yesterday, and it's probably fresh in your memory. But was there anything about yesterday that was memorable? Was there anything about the day before that was memorable? Take it back to last week. What was memorable? Friends, we are here for a short period of time. Although, just like in our childhood, it seems like time is indefinite and that we have all of the time in the world. We don't. Right? Go back to your childhood and do you remember how Christmas took forever or your birthday seems to take forever or anything that you were looking forward to took forever to happen? Even going back to school to see your friends, it took forever right? That's because when we're younger, our life is a perspective of time. As we're older, it's a percentage of time. I'm going to repeat that. When we're younger, our life is a perspective of time. We don't know any different, right? So it's as long as we think it is. When we're older though, it's a percentage of our time, which is why it goes by so quickly. So here's the thing for all of my 40 something year old friends, just like me, your time is getting, going by quicker and quicker, isn't it? Yeah. You were no longer waiting as if we did when we were first pregnant for our first babies, or maybe for some of it was just your only baby. And the nine months, actually, we never knew how long it was going to take. Right. And then all of a sudden baby number two comes by and bam, it flies by the whole pregnancy, the whole nine months flies by. Or now maybe you have a child that, that's been pregnant and you know time is going to fly by. She doesn't. So really important. What have you done to make your days memorable? And there are so many reasons why this is important. But at the in the end, we only regret the chances we don't take. So we're going to start with an exercise today. I want you to, well, if you're not driving please do this. If you are driving, please don't do this. Extend your arms really out. Extend your fingertips out as if you're doing a lateral raise and your your left fingers are going in one direction with those fingertips pointing and your right fingers are pointing in the other direction. And you've got your arms stretched and you're sitting tall. Okay. So this whole analogy that we're talking about is the railroad track analogy. And I like to use the arms as a visual. Railroad tracks is another good one that we're going to intertwine here. So you don't have to sit in this position, but just go with me. So your back straight, your arms are completely stretched out from side to side. Okay. Now I know some of you have heard this, but I also know that there's new people listening all of the time. And this is a great refresher. Have your pen and paper handy. Okay. So, and if you need to pause this recording, go ahead, pause it and come back. I'm not going to pause it. I'm going to talk, but I'll be here when you're ready. 
This is what I do when I'm listening to podcasts that inspire me. I pause, I make notes, I circle back. Ah, don't forget to breathe. Ready? We're going to do it again one more time before we get started. Breathe in and out. Perfect. Your breath is a way of calming you. Your breath is a way of checking in. Before we start this exercise, it's important that we check in today. Okay? It's not about mortality. Please know that this exercise is about everything but mortality. All right. You've got your left hand and your right hand extended. Both of your arms, I mean, are extended. And we're going to focus on your left arm right now. When we look to our left, we're going to see our shoulders, our elbows, our wrists, and our fingertips. Okay. Everything between our fingertips and our wrists, that is, I would say, the beginning of our So our fingertips to our wrists, that is what we don't remember in life. That's our birth to what we don't remember. Our first memory is going to be our wrist, somewhere between five, six, seven, right around there. We might remember a few things younger than that, but mostly those memories are stemmed from stories from other people or photographs or something that we put together. Um, there's the odd memory that's going to be very vivid, but for the most part, five, six, seven, right around there, okay, is right where your wrist is. So your arm's extended, and we know that it starts with our birth is where our fingertips are birth of our lives, right? And then we go to our wrists. And now from our wrists to our elbows is our childhood. And throughout our childhood, there's going to be some moments that we may or may not remember um, all of the little thoughts and feelings because we've gone past it now. But there were some times in our childhood from writing our first exam, and I know that's not really childhood, but maybe learning how to ride a bike and how scared we were and how we don't even remember that in this moment now okay so if you take your wrists to your shoulders on your left hand side and you look look to your left every single thing that has happened in your life up until now you have survived whether it's the birth of your child whether it's your first divorce whether it's a bankruptcy it doesn't matter there's no judgment here remember we took a deep breath there is no judgment I'm not asking for judgment for yourself. I just want you to observe and recognize that everything that you've encountered in your life up until this moment is on your left arm between your wrist and your shoulder. Every single thing from writing your first exam to going for your car license to maybe the night before your wedding. Not sure if the two people are going to show up, if your groom or your bride's or your bride is going to show up. I'm not sure who's listening to this. Um, the birth of your baby. I don't know what it is for you. I can sit here and say it was the birth of my three kids. Um, it was definitely my first exam. There was a lot of excitement before, um, obviously, my my first wedding, um, first time doing it. There was a, a whole bunch of excitement there, just not knowing and what to expect and is he going to show up. And it was a sh impromptu kind of short-term type wedding. I don't mean short-term. I mean, we didn't know each other very long. So there's so much unknown. And I knew he was nervous, not knowing what he was getting into. And neither did I. It didn't last. Doesn't matter. Different story. Point being, we have these feelings of excitement. And the excitement showed up as fear. Because we really, really, really didn't know what the other side was going to look like. But we did it. We can go back now and say, yeah, we made it. It was nothing. Yeah, we wrote, I remember, I remember writing my personal training exam. I was told 
there was another exam I wrote. It was my um, insurance exam when I was in the insurance business. And I was told in both situations, because you needed, you needed a um, 80 to pass in both cases. And I was told that most people don't pass these on the first time. Well, I didn't want to be most people. I had a job waiting for me at the end of both certifications and opportunities. And I wanted to run with them. And I didn't want to do it again. I was not going to be a statistic. I was not going to be like everybody else. I studied and I worked so hard and I was so nervous. And when it came to my personal training exam, I overstudied and I transposed a couple of the things, abductors and adductors, actually. I knew them clear as day until the time of the test. So go back and find those moments in time, right? And some of them you may have, you may have taken a picture of. Maybe your child's graduation and you just don't know what it was, right? Right, right now. But go back and think about what it was for you that you felt those feelings, all of them, excitement, anxiety, fear, uncertainty, okay? But you made it through. Maybe you were in a car accident and you made it through. Maybe you crossed the finish line to a race and you got your first ever medal. You made it through. Whatever it is, my friends, it brings us to where we are today. Sitting or standing right exactly where we are today, front and center. And our center core, before we go to the right-hand side, our center core is exactly where we are right in this particular day and time in this moment. We have survived every single thing that's been thrown at us. Every sickness, everything harmful, every single thing we have survived up until this day. Right? Okay. Extend your arm to the right. I mean, I, hope, I don't care if your arms are still up, but you can put them down if you want. But now extend your arms to the right because we've looked at our past. We have just looked at our past. You can tell I'm passionate. My voice is so excited and that's okay. This is where I want to be today and this is the space I'm sharing with you because excitement is good. I always get like this after having um, an accomplished weekend and I'm going to share that shortly. So now we're center and we're just going to pause here for a second and we're going to talk about the future. But we do know that we have survived every single thing that's come our way up until now, including COVID. We've, we've survived COVID. We've survived change in the workforce. We have survived change in our finances. We have survived change in our relationship. We are exactly, exactly where we need to be today. Okay, this is where we're meant to be. We're not in the wrong spot. We're not sideways. Take a breath. We are exactly where we need to be today without judgment. This is a loving person that is meant to be here right now in this moment. Let's take a look what the right hand, what the right hand is holding for us. Extend that out. Okay. Look to your right. You're going to see your fingertips. I'm going to be completely honest. Your fingertips to your wrist, that's your death. Don't be morbid here. Don't be morbid here. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, we're going to talk about death. We, we're going to touch on death. And we're going to talk about why making the moments memorable matters. Here's why. So we do know there are some things that we have that are unknown. And we've gone through an, a period of unknown throughout the last year. We've gone through periods of unknown in our lives. But we've gone through periods of unknown last year. What that means is, especially in Ontario and especially in different parts of the world, I'll be honest. I only can speak of Ontario because I live here. But I've heard of some amazing stories across the world too, where 
there's been so much change for everybody. Let's just say that. We're not in the same boat. We're all on different boats on that same ocean. Okay. And I've said this about a year ago. We are not in the same boat. Friends of mine in the States, they're taking their kids to sporting events. They're back out. The only thing that's different is a mask. And they wear it if they want to, which is great. Their life is completely different than our life right now. Okay. So we've, we've, we've already established that we've gone through a lot of change, right? And that we've, as humans, as people, we have learned from those changes. We are exactly where we need to be in this moment in time. We have learned whatever lessons we have meant to learn, or we will be repeating those stories until we learn them, right? So now we're looking at the right-hand side, and yes, between our wrists, our wrists, our right wrists, and our fingertips, that represent our death. Okay. So what do we know about what lies in front of us to the right-hand side? Well, the one thing that'll be guaranteed, my friends, the one thing is there will be more mountains to climb. There will be more changes to endure. There will be more things that get us excited, that bring us anxiety, that bring us fear. There will be more mountains for us to get through. Okay. There will be one mountain that we don't make it through the other end. We know that. That is our death. We don't know when that is. We don't know when. We don't know how. It doesn't really matter at all. We can't, if we sit there and control and worry about all that, we're going to miss out on life. We are completely going to miss out on life. So what I'm here to talk to you about today is how do you make moments matter and the moments memorable for what's left. I know most of you listening to this, you're in your 40s. Um, not all of you. Some of you might be 20s, 30s. I know. I'm not sure if my kids listen to these podcasts or not. And I'm not sure if my parents listen to these podcasts or not. But the point is, death is inevitable. It doesn't matter how old we are. I want to challenge you today. And this is where the pen and paper come into play. What legacy are you working towards? What is it that you want to leave behind? When somebody is, now we're talking pre-COVID where we can actually have a funeral of more than 10 people, but when there is a death, when there is a funeral and it's your funeral, what do you want them to go up and say at your eulogy? What are they saying about you? She was a great worker. She spent all of her time at the office. She spent all of her time crying. I, I don't know. Um, happy, sad, depressed, didn't live her life or the life of the party, the person that you wanted to be around, the person that brought people together. She was in, so inspiring. She was motivating. She just led by her heart and didn't care what other people said. She was so happy. She lived a great life. Write your eulogy. I want you to sit here and write what you want people to say at your eulogy. And think about what legacy you're leaving behind. And I don't care if it's your family and there's there's some chaos going on there or if it's friends. Write your eulogy as if somebody is up there standing speaking those words and you're there listening to them. What do you want them to say about you? Here's the thing. There is no U-Haul behind hearses. So if you're thinking of leaving a lot of money away or a lot of possessions, is that really the best thing to do? There's no U-Haul behind hearses. It's the best saying I've ever heard. Um, a lot of family drama starts unnecessarily because of death, um, because of money being left to one person or another and things just expand and go from there. We're not sitting here and talking about that. And I'm not sitting here and saying, spend all of your money. The topic today is about making the moments memorable. We took a look at your past. 
we figured out that we are front and center right now, exactly where we're supposed to be. And when we look to the right, we have a future ahead of us, a bright, cheery future, full of unknown and unexpected. So, and at the very, very, very right, we have our death. But we, we already know that. We born, we die. Circle of life, we know this. What are you going to do between now and then to make the moments memorable? What can you do that is within your control? How do you step into yourself every single day? How do you make the, mem the moments memorable for yourself? So I'm going to take you through um, a morning for me. And this is my typical morning this morning. I shared that I, I do a calm. I do a meditation, I mean. And I put essential oils on. And I read an affirmation. And I wrote it out. Um, I move my body in the mornings, whether it's with a walk or with a workout. Or um, I always have a shower. But here's the thing. Here's where the fun part comes into play. I put perfume on or scented floral essential oils that are made for your body because the ones I use are made for your body on my skin to make me feel good. Today I actually put some shimmery sparkly body lotion on. Two reasons. I love the look. I love the feel. Notice this isn't for anybody else. I put makeup on every day. I do my hair every day. I get dressed every day for me. I feel my body every day for me. I listen to music every day. Might be background noise. I listen. I already listened to this morning to some professional development. I'm drinking water. So why are these things important? Why are the, this little checklist of things important? They are so important because I'm starting my day off the way I want to. So I'm feeling my body with the energy and the momentum and the desires that make me feel good. So I can pass that feel good feeling on to you. I have my goals written on my desk that I want to work on every single day. Achieve time freedom balanced energy, elevated finances. What do those goals mean? When I look to my right, when I look to my wrist, I want a memorable future with my friends and family, with myself. I want to know that the thoughts I'm putting in the journal are my own, not because they're influenced. They're where I want to go. You're creating your future today. The actions and the steps that you take today will help you create your future. So let me ask you again, what did you do this weekend that was memorable? I cleaned the house. We have a house cleaner. I cleaned the house this weekend. You know what? It felt so good. We have a house cleaner that comes in every other week. And this is pretty new. This has happened since this year. This is one of the ways I've upgraded and elevated my life. And you're probably thinking, how does that work with um, my goal of elevated finances? It doesn't for that goal. But it definitely helps with my other two goals of balanced energy and achieving time freedom. Do you know how good it felt to clean house yesterday? It gave me a sense of pride. It gave me a huge sense of gratitude for every single thing that I touched. It changed my mindset. I chose to clean the house. I didn't have to. I got to. Huge difference. It's in the mindset. Today, I get to get up and start my day off the way I want to. Yes, it means I'm up earlier. So be it. I'm enjoying every minute of it. I have a legacy that I'm working towards building. And yesterday evening, I spent some time putting together my new, um, it's not new. I actually didn't buy one thing and I was really impressed. I made some photocopies downstairs and at the copier, but I put together my version of a journal. 
It's called my creative collections. And in the first part is my getting started guide. So you've all heard me talk about that 21 days to a smiling reflection. It talks about affirmations and gratitudes and why change is hard. Why emotional eating is the biggest challenge for a lot of people. What my main reason is to motivate, to be motivated and to change and to get started. Why this matters to me. So this is in the first part of my book um, that I assembled. Then um, I have the affirmations that I was working on this morning and I already have my morning worked out. My affirmation for today is I am at peace with my world and myself. I shared this with you, right? What I am looking forward to the most today, honestly, great connections with people looking to better their lives. Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to today. It can be a conversation. It can be a connection. But I am open to receiving the connections with people that are looking to better their lives. Because in the end, we only regret the chances that we don't take. This is written on this page as well. And then tonight I'm going to write down what I'm grateful for, the people in my life I'm grateful for, and the one thing I learned about myself today. So that's in one part of my book. Then in the other part of my book is my habit tracker, okay, which is part of the Getting Started Guide. Um, sorry, the 21 days to a smiling reflection, same thing. Um, and I actually sorted out my habit tracker based on business finances and balanced energy. So actually I took those three goals and here's what I did. I used three different colors. Achieve time freedom is my business. So I've got maybe eight tasks on there that I want to do on a regular basis and elevated finances. I wrote three tasks on there in the rest I think there are 10 tasks I wrote down for balanced energy. These are in line with my goals, right? These are action items and habits to help me get to my goals. Part of what's on here, I'll be honest, friends and family. Yes, I might have to Zoom, but it doesn't mean I can't make it memorable. I spent a Zoom, oh, a Facebook messenger call with my mom the other day, and it was amazing. Doesn't matter how it's done, guys. Be creative here. I actually wrote down a creative hobby and a playful activity on my habit tracker because it's not just what you think it is. There's so much more to life, and we need that joy, that sense of joy, in order to make the moments memorable. One of my coaches had said to me, and you heard me talk about this last episode yes, everybody needs a coach. Yes, I have a coach. I encourage every single person to work with a coach. And I'm probably going to put a post up on social media about the differences between coaches, therapists, um, counselors, so you can see the variances. But I recommend that you work with a coach. And here's why. A coach is going to ask you questions to make you think and have you come up with the answers. They might do what I do because I am a coach. I'm a, I'm a, I've been a life coach for years and I specialize in energy and emotion coaching you know, in terms of healthy habits and health and happiness, but it's definitely energy and emotion is where I lean into and tap into to help you shift and elevate your life when it comes to upgrading. Because we want to take that railroad track analogy with our arms stretched out and us being centered, and we want to make the rest of our life the best of our life, no matter what that looks like. And today, that could be a walk around the block. Great. And when you're going around the block, what if, what if, you picked up a little bit of dog poop that doesn't belong to your dogs. What if you say hello to that neighbor you've never seen before? Would that help you elevate and upgrade your life? That fits in for me. On Saturday, 
I went over, the neighbors were outside playing with their young sons, and I had my grandson with me. My daughter, just for anybody listening, my daughter lives by herself, and he's not even a year yet, so we are able to help her. And so I had him, Hudson, for the night, and we went and said hello to the neighbors. The little boys loved Hudson. They were sitting there playing with him. It was so sweet. They weren't touching playing. They were playing with the ball, and we were social distancing, but I literally sat there on the grass and shot the shit with a neighbor who are starting to become friends. That's what it should be about. For me, that's what, that's what it's about for making the moments matter is expanding my life in different ways. So my neighborhood, my community knows who I am and what I do. Now I've learned that, you know, here's how, here's how the new COVID changes are impacting their life, you know, so we can offer more support indirectly. Indirectly, there's another neighbor down the street that had a baby. I can't go and buy baby things, but, you know, I can make a meal and drop it off. Who doesn't like that? And I'm not coming across as Mother Teresa or going over and above, but in the past, I would have bought clothes and, and dropped it off or gotten to know them or, or whatever. And I still want to do the same thing, but it can look different right now and still have the same impact or an even bigger impact. An even bigger impact is part of the legacy I want to leave behind. And this is a little bit like part two for what I was talking about last week when it came to the cottage and the coffee cups. Um, so back to my book for one second. So first part is, is the 21 days to a smiling reflection with my affirmations and my gratitudes. Almost like my morning to do's kind of, but I don't see it that way. Then I have my habit tracker broken down into action items for my three different goals. And I welcome all of you to connect with me on this, but we can't start until I know what your goals are. We can't start with breaking this down until we know what your big picture is. My picture, my big picture is to leave a legacy. I really know what I want them to say at my eulogy. And I want every single person from, and, and I'm not saying I want to be bigger than life. I just want to know that the people that I've been in touch with I've in my life, that our connection was meaningful. Meaningful connections means a lot to me. Um, I believe that is my gift in this world is to connect with people. And so that is really important to me. So those things are on my habit tracker. And when I am no longer in a phase of life where I am completely in or where active income is my main income stream, where it's more passive and residual, this is where I want to be filling my time. So I'm working on that now. I'm not waiting for tomorrow. And for those that haven't heard, this was a prior episode I did um, I should get the number for you, but I think it's called thriving and not just surviving where I talked a lot about the different type of income stream, passive, active, and residual income. Active income means you're exchanging time for money. And I'm not doing that as much anymore. Four days on, three days off for the most part on average, um, at least twice a month for the whole year. That is what my year looks like. So that in itself is what I'm working towards shifting. But with that comes action items. So what is your goal? How are you working this backwards? And then let's come up with the habits that you can incorporate daily. So third part of my book, kind of like my life, right? Third part of my book, and this is going to resonate with you, is about money. Because elevated finances is a part of my journey, right? It's something I want to do. So I have a money tracking section in here. I have some of my business finances in here. And I have the savings goal jar in here. So I have four things I'm motivated to save for. And I have some business um, 
money in here. So my money is intertwined in this chapter in this book that I put together, but money is important to me. On my final section of the book, I have a blank vision board where I can write down, write down why I'm doing what I'm doing and why it matters to me. How many of you doodled as a kid? Okay, I did. And when I go back to when I was in school and in elementary school, I would draw houses and birds and a white picket fence. And I, it was a boy and a girl holding hands and there were kids. And that was the house. That was the, the vision that I drew all the time. And my little house had a chimney with smoke coming out of it. And there was always trees and space around me. There wasn't 20 houses. There was one house. I remember this. It's funny because as we're talking, as I'm talking about this, I'm remembering this vividly. This vision board page is meant to daydream. It is really meant to daydream. And so I put this all together in a book where I can take the pages out and I can insert them anywhere. So I can move this book around and shift it. So I have four or five different vision boards that, you know, when it comes time to daydreaming, this is what I'm going to use. Different coffee cups are going to be on here. That country house that I'm working towards, not country house, sorry. It's a lakeside house that we talked about last week where you can see the water and it is my dream house. There's a spiral staircase. There is a front porch. There's a kitchen island. I can tell you what it looks like, but that's because my room is full of vision boards and it's coming true. And watch and see our house is going to be so like that that I'm not going to want to move. But anyways, and I'm leaving that legacy behind. Part of me building a legacy is to have that cottage, that house. It's going to be a cottage on the lake and this is what it's going to look like. And it's going to feel like home for whoever is there. That's what I'm going to doodle on my vision board um, or think about or daydream about. And yes, it's so important to let your thoughts go there. It's so important to make these moments memorable. I also have my book list because reading is important to me. And we've talked about this before, definitely when I did one of my prior workshops and I'm going to be opening up um, this workshop again, the Goldilocks approach. I'm going to be re-inviting everybody to a part two workshop from what I did over the holidays. And I want to see where you're at with your goals. And if we need to reset, we'll reset. But this is the book I worked on creating last night. So in the middle section is my day-to-day. On the outside, it's what takes care of me. Um, but it's all working towards a greater purpose. In the meantime of making the moments memorable, it's not just about snapping pictures. It's about enjoying the little things in between. It's about putting sparkles on your skin because it makes you feel good. It's about going outside in the sun or taking the dogs for a walk every day because it adds that bounce to your step and the energy and you just feel good. It's about connecting with people and whether it's on Zoom or over the phone and giving them your attention. What are you going to do today, today to make the moments matter? I have a few more ideas for you, friends, before we pop off the phone. And um, here is a way that you can create your own memorable experiences. Okay? I can help you put together a book like this. Heck, I can sell you a book like this. Honestly, we can get started with my 21 Days to a Smiling Reflection. That is where I encourage you, everybody, to get started. Um, It is so worth it because here's the thing. How do you know where you're going if you don't know where you're at? Or how do you know where you're going if you don't have a roadmap to get there? How do you know what you want to change? How do you know if you're currently making the moments memorable? And why does it matter to you? Maybe it doesn't. It matters to me. 
I want to make every moment memorable. I want every exchange with every one of you memorable, which is why I've invited you all the time to connect with me, just to connect and have a conversation. I'm not trying to sell you. I'm not trying to do anything like that, but I want to share my life with all of you in whatever ways I can. And the podcast is one way. The books are another way. The uh, messages that I share through my Facebook lives or through my um, emails that I send out, they're just different ways of connecting with you. But I encourage you to connect with me too, because what if it elevates and upgrades your life? What if through that connection, you have made something memorable within yourself? And it's not about making the moments memorable for other people. It's about making the experience memorable for you. When you when you die, when we go look at the um, eulogy again, it's what legacy are you leaving behind? How do you want people to remember you? Right? Who cares if you, who really cares if you've gone through some troublesome moments in your life? How did you recover from that? How did you bounce back? How was your attitude? Is that the story that they're telling or are they telling that, wow, she's tenacious. She's made it through. You know, she made it through two divorces with three kids and she started over twice and look where she's at now. She's inspiring others. She has made it through to the other side. That message will uplift so many. That story could help somebody else. So, but more importantly, how are you helping yourself? How are you making the moments memorable? Okay. Before we sign off, a couple of things. How to make your own experiences memorable. Ready? Take a deep breath. Stop what you're doing. Pause and recenter yourself. That's the first thing. Look around. What do you see? What do you see that surrounds you? I'm in my office right now as I do this, and I'm seeing a space that needs some upgrading. And I started a project last weekend, or over the weekend it didn't get done. That's okay. Um, but now there's, that means there's clutter on the bed cause I started to go through the clothes. Um, but I want to be ruthless this time. And we're going to talk about this, about clearing out the clutter creates space. And when we clear out the clutter, we make room to breathe. So, and there's a few things I wanted to change in the office anyways, cause I've changed from when I first done it. Okay. Take a look around what's around you. What are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you surrounding yourself with? We surround ourselves we become who we, were, we, we become who we surround ourselves with. So we become the sum of the five people we are with the most. And that could be, honestly, if you listen to me every day, if you see my Facebook lives, if you see anything on my newsletters, I could be one of the people that you surround yourself with. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. You know, I surround myself with my family on the daily, with the people I work with on the daily, with my clients on the daily. I also surround myself with my mentors regularly. You become the sum of who you surround yourself with. So look around. It's not the things you've acquired. It's also the things you do. It's also the people you're with. Keep taking deep breaths. We did a couple deep breaths today. Let's do another one. Ready? In and out. That's it. It can be that simple. And eventually, it's not going to be from the throat. It's not going to be from the chest. It's going to be from the diaphragm. Eventually. If it's not today, that's okay. 
engage your other senses. Now you've heard me share, you all know I work with three different network marketing companies and essential oils is one of them that I work with doTERRA specifically. I got into doTERRA for myself because as I help people emotionally and energetically elevate and upgrade their life, I've been doing it myself for over a year now. I've been using essential oils for a while and it has changed my life incredibly. Um, as I mentioned, I, I found a natural flower collection that I put on every single day and it uplifts me. I also use essential oils in my coaching practice and I use essential oils when it comes to my daily affirmations. I run my diffuser every day in the office, but I'm not here to sell you on essential oils. Keep that in mind. I'm sharing my perspective. That's all this is. But if you want to make money, if you want to talk, if you want to upgrade your life in the same way I am, let me know. But here's the thing. If somebody makes a batch of chocolate chip cookies, what do you notice? The smell, right? Home, fresh, yummy, delicious. Engage your other senses, my friends. It could be music. It could be the songs of the birds singing and chirping in the morning, which I love, 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 love. But engage your other senses. And I do work with my clients on engaging their other senses because it does help them elevate their life. Tell yourself that this is the moment you're going to remember. Tell yourself that. Believe it. Show some gratitude. I gratitude every morning and at night I don't go to bed without thinking of the highlight of my day. Now I've come to realize that my gratitudes are different every day, which as they should be, especially in the morning when I start. But sometimes when my coach is asking me, you know, what is, what is the highlight of the week? What is it that worked? I'm not thankful necessarily about the things I'm trying to work towards. So you can be thankful for what you've accomplished, but you can also be thankful for what you're working towards. And you can be thankful for a pen so you can write in your journal. Actually, when it comes to being thankful and sharing gratitude, I encourage you to think of the small stuff because it's going to make you think. And when you think you're putting more, th more grace into it, more thought into it. If you say you're thankful for, and I used to say this for the longest time, for the roof over my head, the clothes on my back, the food on my plate. I used to say that mantra all the time. However, that didn't leave me thinking. It was on autopilot. But to be honest, I am thankful for the fresh, clean water I get to drink every single day. I am thankful for the chair I'm sitting at in my office so I can sit down every day and take the pressure off my ankles so they can get better. So I can go for a couple of walks every once in a while or more so often than not. I'm thankful for this pen in my hand so I can write on a piece of paper. Whatever thoughts are in my head or so I can make notes throughout the day. Think of the small things. Okay. When it comes to showing some gratitude, think of some, some small things. Take a few mental snapshots. Mm -hmm. Mental snapshots. What's a mental snapshot? It could be a picture in time. It could be you at your eulogy or at somebody else's eulogy. It could be a calendar I have in front of me where I started Xing off the date. So I know which date we're at. Now I'm not working towards anything. I'm not counting towards anything. It's a theory that it's an application that my youngest daughter does is she scratches off the dates and, um, that could be a snapshot in time. The snapshot in time could actually, so it can be physical like that. But remember how I said to you, I sat down on the grass over the weekend with my grandson and I was just shooting the shit with my neighbors. That is a snapshot in time. Okay. That is a snapshot. 
It's just a, a moment in time where you don't need a photo or a camera, but you like the moment. It felt good. Going outside on the swing and just sitting for a few minutes, knowing that feeling that I can recreate in my mind without being on that swing is a snapshot. Finally, take a few actual pictures. That will help you as well. Take a few actual pictures. Okay, my friends, we are close to 45 minutes. Another long podcast today. That is okay, though. We touched quite a few things today. We talked about making the moments memorable. We talked about your eulogy and what's next in your life because you're front and center right now. And this is your story to write. Write it however you will. We talked about the affirmations. I'm at peace with my world and myself. And in the end, we only regret the chances we don't take. We're not going to be laying there on our deathbed wondering, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done that with work. Oh, no. Forget that. We only regret the chances we don't take. And I understand we're on COVID. I understand life looks differently. But it doesn't mean you can't bake up a storm in the kitchen and bring it to your neighbors or your friends. It doesn't mean you can't do something crafty with your hands like pottery or puzzles or paintings. It doesn't mean you can't dive into the fact of making self-care a priority so you're a better version of yourself for your friends and family. My friends, I'm signing off. Namaste. I don't say this often. I used to say this with my classes, but namaste. My friends, I'm just feeling very peaceful in the moment. And I want to thank you again. I know I spent a lot of time thanking you, but because of you, this podcast is where it is today and I have a platform to share. So make it a fantastic day.